Hi, and welcome to the Apprentice Factory Kyabum District League Show. This is a part of the Super Saturday Sports Show that you can listen to as to keep up to date with all things happening around the Kyabum District League. This show airs on a weekly basis on a Saturday throughout winter and is hosted by Jason Welsh and Sam Saracino on 1FM Shepherd and Radio. So let's have a listen and see what they have got up to this week. 1FM Lloyd. 8.5 live and local sports sees us in the KDL show on your Saturday morning, the penultimate weekend of the season. We're in preliminary final round. We thanks the Apprentice Factory on your Saturday morning as I welcome the publicity officer, as always, Sam Saraceno. Can you believe, Sam? Uh, next week, grand final and the season's done in the KDL. It's such a uh, unbelievable um you know, season stats here. I mean, obviously we know what we've experienced in the last couple of years and to, you know, see that grand finals have been played right around uh, the state in the last couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, we're only, as you say, a week away from our grand final and it's just fabulous to see that we've got this far and going to have grand finals. Um, it, it probably is indicative of what we've missed. When you've, you know, you and I have both been to, the finals, um, you know, and we've been involved in two different leagues, obviously. So we've been to different finals across different leagues. And you can just see what it means to people. You see the crowds and I see the posts that are going up on social media uh, of the different venues and the large crowds. I mean, there's been some massive crowds at all the finals uh, across our district competitions here in the AFL Goulburn Murray. It's unbelievable. And, and, and you can feel the excitement amongst people as well. Like even, like, uh, I was at Echuca on Sunday and we had, I had to park miles away to walk into the ground. You know what? I think that's great. I, because if I'm parking miles away to get into the ground, that means that people are flocking in droves back to local footy. Yeah, they are. And I, me and my brother went out and had a look at uh, the Sunday game after our Father's Day uh, lunch out at Central Park, and we parked in Channel Road. Like, we had to, we parked a little bit down the road and uh, had to walk in, and, uh, you know, there was a big crowd there at um, Central Park, and, you know, obviously on the Saturday at Avenue, it was a pretty strong crowd as well. Uh, you and I were, were there that day, and, and I have no doubt uh, at Tally today, given that it's only 15 minutes down the road, um, you know, north of Shepparton, of course. The thriving uh, metropolis yeah, that is Telegroupna. It is. It's certainly thriving at uh, Telegroupna. Obviously, lots of housing developments popping up. Yeah, I think there'll be a big crowd out there today. I think there's, you know, lots of clubs that are represented, so that probably plays a part in, uh, across football and netball. And, of course, as you say, the excitement, because today the winners advance to the big dance next Saturday at the Marupna Recreational Reserve, Satsy. Can you and believe you, that we you, haven't been there since 2019? You would think that there'd be a lot of tally people there today because of the A-grade netballers with a home final as well. Yeah, they've got ABC uh, playing today. Uh, Shep East are, are up against them. They've got a good following as well. Um, you know, as we said, we've got Stanhope and Lanky. Um, in the in the senior footy, so there's lots of different clubs as as we said represented. Statsy, what we might do is have a look at the two games that have been played out there today. What we we might do it a bit different today. We'll look at the Saturday games, which is the football and the netball. Then we probably go to a break, yep. and then we'll have a look at the Sunday games, being the football and the netball. So, Before you do that, do yep. you just want to touch on Avonal season last week? They finished on top. I, I said several weeks ago on air. They were the high watermark of the competition. They weren't the uh, benchmark because they hadn't won a flag. Now, a lot of people were going early on them and saying they were the benchmark. Got to win a flag before you're a benchmark. You can be the high watermark of a season in a competition, but 
Yeah, disappointing end for Havenal. Yeah, 100% stats. I would have thought that, you know, I chatted to Casey Duncan in the rooms uh, after the game and, and he was obviously a pretty dejected uh, young man and obviously, uh, you know, there's no doubt that they would have set themselves to at least play in a grand final at the very minimum after finishing on top. Made it very difficult for themselves after they lost in week one or, 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 or the round one of the finals. Obviously, they played in that second week. And I think a lot of people went down to Avenal last week, me included. I don't know about you, Statsy. Um, I had reservations that they could get past Shep East, and, and in the end, you know, all the panel did. I mean, BR was spot on in terms of his prediction. He said 17 points. I think it was 18 points in the end. I said 20. Um, and I think universally, I think we all thought that Shep East would win. So that's disappointing for Avenal. I don't know what the future holds now because obviously Casey Duncan did inform the club that he's stepping down as coach. Um, he obviously lives in Melbourne. Um, I believe he will stay involved in football. He has said to me that he's going to give the game away, hang the boots up. His knees are a shot, as he said. And um, he's looking at a couple of options uh, in uh, uh, footy competitions in Melbourne as a potential assistant coach, potentially. don't know what that means for Avenal. Um, I know that they've advertised their coaching position, but there's you know lots of murmurs when we were talking to key stakeholders down at Avenal that they're probably going to lose 10 to 12 players from their side that played last Saturday. I mean, obviously, their reserves are playing today and their reserves are undefeated. And, and there's probably half a dozen. I was talking to a couple of um, committee people down there. There's probably half a dozen blokes that could slot straight into that senior team and, and, and play reasonably good football. They're going to have to probably get a good coach who obviously has a bit of a following and maybe can bring four or five. But now the challenge, as we know, Statsy, is that you can't just go and bring... You know, you lose 10 or 12. You can't just go bringing in 10 or 12 because everyone you bring in is probably minimum three-pointer. And then all of a sudden, you know, you've got these 10 blokes that total 30 points and then you've got to find, you know, another 12, you know, 10 or 12 blokes that are one-pointers. And if you haven't got many one-pointers, it's a worry. And the other concern for me with a lot of these clubs that don't have thirds is... Where you know the army is the soldiers that you know that, that that come up from underneath, as we know. So the army is the senior team. The soldiers are the are the ones that come from underneath. So, yeah, look, Avenal's got some work ahead of them to ensure that they say, um, you know, up there, I guess, and and, and relevant. Um, and, and I guess the appointment of a very good coach is probably going to be critical for them. I reckon, Statsy. And real quickly in the Gamby season, did they? A lot of people thought that they might miss the top eight. So did they uh, have a good year in the game, do you think? Did they exceed expectations? And I know that sounds bizarre because they were, of course, the last side to win a premiership and they've been so dominant for so many years. Yeah, I reckon they did, Statsy, because they had 10 players under the age of 21 this year. So they blooded a lot of kids into that side and, and there was at least four of those kids who are still playing because they're eligible to play thirds and their third their thirds are still in, in the running to win a flag. So, yes, I would say they did exceed expectations. They would have had aspirations at the start of the year to play finals. And after their start where they lost the first four, to be able to then win uh, nine games, uh, including then a final, which meant ten, I would say, yes, it was a pass mark for them.
Yeah, no, it was uh, a, a good year, I thought, from the Gamby as well. We'll have a look at today's game, will we, Sammy? We'll have a look at, of course, we'll go, go to the football first at Tally Garupna today, of course. It is semi-final number one. Just a couple of statistics. Uh, the last five times these sides have met, Lanky have won three of those five. Look, a, a key stat in a way, Stanhope have won at the venue this year. Tally Garupna, on the other hand, they might need a... Lanky, Lanky. Uh, Lanky on the other hand. Did I say Tally Group? Yeah, no. It's Lanky. at Tally. Yeah, it's at Tally. Lanky on the other hand. Sorry, I just got a, a text message off Jason Welsh, our Commander-in-Chief. So hello to him on this Saturday morning. But yeah, Tally, at Tally Group today, Lanky on the other hand, are 0-4 uh, from their last four visits to Tally and haven't been there since uh, 2019 as well. So... Yeah, I don't know if it means too much today, but I just thought it was interesting. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I don't know whether it will be a factor or not. I, it's hard to know. You said that Lanky have won three of their last five against uh, Stanhope. Stanhope. The last meeting between the teams was in the middle of the year where Stanhope won by 44 points. Just a couple of interesting things, Statsy. Uh, Lanky had five blokes that uh, are playing today that didn't play in that game. Uh, Anderson, McClay, Simpson... Low and Ricky Bush. So a couple of, you know, really good ins from what we've seen this year. And Stanhope didn't have Gleeson, Sammy Woodward and Lukey Mann. So a couple of, you know, really good players for them too because Gleeson's been really good. Uh, last premiership or slash grand final appearance, Lankies was 2011. Yep. When they won the flag, of course. Stanhope's last premiership was 2008. Their last grand final appearance was 2015 when they were beaten by Merrigan. Points for and against. This is very, very tight. So Lanky uh, averaged 112.5 points per game. Stanhope averaged 108 against. Lanky averaged 44.5 against. And uh, for Stanhope, it's 42.64. So it's pretty tight. So they're both obviously very good sides from a defensive point of view. Scoring, you'd, uh, you'd be happy with that. Just looking at some of the key goal kickers uh, this year. Ryan... Semmel uh, is the leading goal kicker for Stanhope with 43, followed by Thomas Rennie. Reece Smith uh, is next with 35. Rennie, 40, obviously. Um, the other one that's been really good is Gleeson's kicked 21 in nine games. Uh, for Lanky, their leading goal kicker is uh, small forward Ricky Bush with 37. Um, obviously, he's played most of the season. Mills has got 32. He's next. And, of course, we know that Mills will serve the second week of his two-week ban. Obviously, he'll be uh, like he was last Sunday. I did see him there. He was like a cat on a hot tin roof when uh, Nagambi were flying home last Sunday. He was obviously nervous as uh, hell, obviously, because he you know, he probably feels he owes the team one and, and he's hoping that they can get through to the grand final and he'll be back. Um, then they've got a you know Bessem, who's kicked 30 goals. So it'll be interesting to see today because I think, as we said off air, that's in the weather. And how damp it'll be. I'm led to believe it. It is meant to clear up after lunch today, but it's obviously going to be very wet. I was talking to Trent Sidebottom from the Telegroup, the Football Netball Club, and he said the ground's in great nick, but there is a lot of water around the surrounds of the ground, and obviously in the car parks and and uh, the roadways leading into Telegroup. So it'll be certainly wet around the grounds. But um, look, he said the ground's in reasonable nick. It's certainly going to be damp underfoot. And I think it's going to be one of those games, Statsy, where it's won and lost through the middle of the ground in a sense of the contested football. Simpson's obviously been a good player. You've seen him 
this season, and um, he, he I, I was very impressed with him. The one that I was very impressed with last week was Nicholas Ryan. Um, he's been a bit of a a, uh, a barometer for the uh, Wombats. When he does play well, um, they do generally go well. McAuliffe and um, Carroll were really good um, uh, last week as well. Um, you know, Riley O'Neill um, was good as well. Uh, Kobe O'Neill, Tommy Davies, Luke Davies. So you got some good players. And then on the other side of the ledger, obviously Ryan Semmel's, you know, one of the favourites, of course, for the medal. His brother's been outstanding. Craig Emmett down back is outstanding. Woodward, Stewie Trevina, very reliable. Uh, a. Riley, um, you know, through the middle, they've got uh, Daniel Flynn, which is going to be important uh, for them to get first use. And then you've got a fair few different X-Factors forward. You know, Pearson was sort of hobbling around last Sunday, so I don't know whether he's going to play. He has been named. He's an important player. He's kicked 23 goals. You've got Jai Patton. You've got uh, Addison. Uh, you've got Gleeson. You've got Smith. You've got Rennie. So you've got lots of these guys who can rotate through that forward line and, and cause plenty of problems. So it's going to be a really intriguing battle out there. Um, I, I think uh, these two sides are very evenly matched. When you look at Stano, they obviously got to Telegroupna by beating Avenal. Uh, in that first qualifying final. Lanky lost their first qualifying final, obviously, and then were able to get over the top of Nagambi last week at Central Park. So they've got 13 wins and five losses for the season, obviously played that one extra game. Stan Open won 13 and lost four, of course. They won their first final, went straight into a prelim. I was talking to a few guys during the week, and it'll be just intriguing to see how Lancaster goes, given that they played one short for a quarter against Merch. That certainly took uh, a fair bit of... Um, miles out of their legs for some of the guys that had to do that extra running. And then, of course, they had to really work hard to shake off Nagambi last Sunday, Statsy. Just on that Chris Gleeson for Stanhope, he uh, has played in various leagues and kicked 500 goals in those various leagues. He once kicked one goal 12 for Huntley. Unbelievable. one twelve. Yeah. They, they certainly won't want one twelve today. Uh, they will want uh, a better spread than that, that's for sure. But he's been really good. Since his inclusion, only played the nine games, and it's a real Huntley collect, uh, connection out there at Stanhope, isn't it? Like yeah, across Britton the board, yep. Is the coach or the co-coach, of course? So you know, there's obviously a couple of guys that have played footy with him over in Bendigo and been part of his setup. The defender, Josh Huntley, yeah. of course, he's a great one-on-one and pressure yeah. player yep. uh, from Huntley, and obviously the Semmel boys, and yep. where Ryan Semmel won all those medals, and gee, I think he might be a. I wouldn't say, look, I think it's wide open, the McNamara medal, but he'd have to be up there in calculations. Yeah, I think him, Mitch Tobin from Avenal, I think Adem Baroli and, and Tom McCluskey will play well. The biggest problem with McCluskey and he Baroli, injuries, that, yeah, yeah. they missed too many games, so that certainly could uh, hurt them. Those two will be going head Definitely to head. McCluskey mid-season, like Nick Brown said. I remember Nick Brown saying in a broadcast that he thought that he was the one, and then obviously injuries and everything. Uh, sort of curtailed he that. He missed four games in the middle, uh, Stats. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see uh, how that plays out with Tobin and Semmel, who will poll pretty consistently. Both Semmel and Tobin, I think, nearly played every game. I think Tobin might have missed a couple and Semmel might have missed one. So um, they are going to poll very well, those two guys. Um, look, I've gone for Stanhope. I think that they're probably going to benefit from being the fresher team. They played a really tough game in the wet um, in that second week of the finals, had a week off. I think it's going to help them, given that the conditions out there are going to be pretty tough um, and challenging and certainly going to take a fair bit out of the, the players today. So I'm going for Stan Ape Statsy. With no confidence whatsoever, because I just keep getting it wrong week on week, but uh, I'll go for Stan Ape today. I, I just... 
look, uh, Lancaster, uh, like, they got the weapons as well, especially in that midfield. But I, I just think Stanhope uh, will get over the line today in a real tight one. A-grade netball. Let's let's have yep. a look at that before we go to the break. And this is going to be an absolute cracker. Shepherd and East, undefeated all season versus Telegroupna, who have only lost... Uh, the one game I reckon this season, the Tally Group and the girls have done it. They've had a pretty good season. And back in round six, it was a draw. The only time they met. Yeah, unbelievable. They couldn't be separated. And uh, this is going to be a cracking game. There's going to be some absolute ripper matchups all over the court. Obviously, both got uh, really experienced uh, campaigners in every facet of the court. Um, obviously. For Tally, obviously, Bree Giles, their best and fairest winner from this year, is going to be crucial down back. She's going to have the challenge of uh, trying to curtail. Uh, Cara Patterson and Amy Reid in the goals. Then, you know, you've got Claude Carliger, who was uh, the um, runner-up in the best and fairest. Izzy Gribben, Fiona Down, they, they run through that midcourt. And then Melinda Kitley, uh, which was a real positive uh, for Tally Group. Now, she came back and played some minutes in that second half uh, in the win over Merrigan last week. So that's crucial. Their goaler, Sienna Heldon, is a young uh, goaler who will certainly support Melinda. Um, when you look at on the other side of the ledger, Shep East's defence has been outstanding. Letitia Ka- uh, Keedy and Sarah Maskell have been brilliant. Uh, Letitia got BO best on court um, in their in their victory over Dukey. They were pushed by uh, Dukey a few weeks ago. And, and one of the things that Aaron Houston, the coach, who's obviously a, a very experienced campaigner, plays through that midcourt defensively as well. Bianca Kelly plays through the middle. And then the X Factor. Kate Derling, who obviously got injured in that game yep. at Tally, and we thought we wouldn't see her again this season, has played some minutes in these finals, uh, particularly against Dukey. She could be a bit of an X factor and give uh, them some, you know, experience and leadership through that mid court, and even go into the goals. If uh, Cara Patterson, I know, had some challenges dropping some goals in that game against Dukey, if she's just a little bit off, it might allow Erin Houston just to tweak it a bit and, and throw someone like a. Uh, Kate Durling in there because she's an outstanding netball, as we know. Ex-Shepherd and Bear, of course. Yeah, and also played at United as well. Um, so she's going to be brilliant. And then, obviously, as I said, not much separates these sides. Um, we know that they drew. Shepherd has had an undefeated season. And for that reason, I just think they've just got maybe that edge. And I think that Shepherd uh, will get the job done. The court conditions will play a part, obviously. Let's hope that it does dry up this afternoon and it's not too slippery and too wet. And I think that it'll be a fantastic game of netball because Telly know what it takes to win on the big stage. They've been playing finals for a long time and they've even got deep into finals, as we know, and played in grand finals. We know Statsy, uh, they played in their last grand final when they lost to Nagambi, I think, in 2018, I reckon it was. And, uh, yeah, they know what it takes to get to those... Um, Big dancers, of course, Statsy. But I do like Shep East. Yeah, and Fiona Down, the coach of Tally Group. Now, can you believe it was round 12, the 9th of July, we interviewed her here at 1FM on this show. That seems like a long time ago now, doesn't it? I know, and she was uh, lovely to chat to, and, uh, you know, she was really pleased with how they were tracking. And, look, she, you know, she knows that they'll give it their all today, and at the end of the day, what will be will be. Uh, but their season, regardless of whether they win or lose, has been a success. For mine, some will say this is probably a bit harsh, but Sheppies probably do need to win, play in a grand final to at least get a pass mark for me, given that they finished on top of top the ladder. Top of the ladder, That's yeah. And, of course, Tally finished finish second. second. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. rank two in offence, Sheppard and East, rank one in defence. Tally rank four in offence, rank two in defence. Going off that alone, 
even though it's at tally, and I think that's a huge advantage, by the way, I think Shepman and East might get the job done. Yeah, I'm with you, Statsy. I'm going for Shep West. Maybe we now go to a sponsor's break, and then we'll come back with the action at Gagari tomorrow with the second prelim finals. Do you need it knocked over or smashed up? Keith McRae Demolitions are your demolition and environmental cleanup specialists. Equipped with EPA trucks and a mobile concrete crusher, they're also licensed asbestos removalists. Call into their yard where they stock a huge range of second-hand timber, steel, aluminium windows, all at super second-hand prices. Call Crowbar Demolitions today on 58299413. of 1FM. Footy finals are upon us again. Do you want a new TV to watch your team win the premiership this year? Jason's TV have large Samsung TVs on special with stock currently available. We love selling the Samsung TV range because not only is the picture quality great, but they have the best smart TV functions, including KO, for your sports viewing and the footy finals. Jason's TV can home deliver and set it all up for you with full instructions so it's easy to use. So for huge savings on your next TV, call Jason's TV, 0403 688 1FM sponsor. Well, the Venga boys are going to Evitza, and we are going to the prelim finals in the KDL. You're in the KDL show, and we're looking at the prelim two tomorrow now. Uh, of course, Nagambi uh, taking on Duke United in the A-grade netball, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But, uh, of course, Murchison Talamba taking on Shepparton and East at Gagari tomorrow. Now, Sammy... Shepherd and Ace, since entering the competition, have never been the Gagari. Yeah, it's interesting. Obviously, they've been back in the comp since 2019, I think, yep. Statsy. 2019. Um, and obviously, we've had those two affected years, which would have uh, meant that they and, didn't and obviously, get there. obviously, just on them, they hold the record for the most premierships in the in a row in the KDL uh, in the late 50s, early 60s, before. Yeah, f- fabulous effort by them, of course, and uh, they're looking to get to another big dance uh, and add to those uh, premierships that they've won, obviously. Um, and this is going to be a massive game. When you look at the last meeting between the two teams, 13-10-88, Murchison to Lambert to Sheppies, 12-5-77. The players who didn't play in that game that will play tomorrow, Rob Osborne, Justin Davies, Adem Baroli, David Gillespie, Dwayne Vidler and Zach Groombridge for Sheppies. So some big ins, obviously, from the last meeting which they played. For Murchison to Lambert, a couple of big ins as well. James Milne. Uh, uh, Jamie Jones and George Brisbane uh, has come into the side from their last game between these two sides. Last premiership for Sheppies was 2016 in the Pakola League, and of course the Pakola League today at Katunga are playing their grand finals. And the last premiership for Murchison, because it was as Mer- as their name was back then in 2013, was Murchison. So that was their last grand final appearance too for those two sides, 16 for Sheppies and under the banner of Murchison. So Murchison to Lamba, under their new name, are looking to play in their very first grand final. Points for and against, Sheppies 123.67 versus Murchison 105. And defensively, they can hardly be split. 52.57 against Sheppies to 52.23 for Murchison to Lamba. So both pride themselves on very defensive styles. And obviously, uh, Sheppies offensively are, are very strong. We've, we've said that all year, Statsy. They're probably the number one side, I reckon, um, offensively. When you look at the goal kickers, five for Sheppies has got 62, Ismet 45, Baroli 35. And then if you look at um, Merch to Lambert, you've got Andrew Lloyd 36, Aiden Lloyd 30, 33. Both sides have got a really good spread of goal kickers as well that have, you know, other guys that have kicked between sort of 10 and 25 goals for the season. 
So it's going to be a, a real battle. The matchups are going to be unbelievable um, in this in this contest. And there, you know, there's no tomorrow for these two sides, and and there's no tomorrow for the, any of these sides playing today in football and netball, as we know, Statsy. And look, I, I don't think much will separate them. And obviously, um, McCluskey is going to be crucial in this game uh, for mine. Uh, he's been the best player for Shep East uh, in their two finals. So he's going to be very, very important uh, today uh, to get them across the line. Um, he'll go up against uh, Andrew Lloyd. Now, Andrew Lloyd obviously has kicked 36 goals, but he played in the ruck last time uh, against um, Lancaster when they won that final uh, at uh, Merrigan a fortnight ago. So uh, imagine that Mika Code, uh, Aidan Lloyd uh, and James Lloyd will start as the three key forwards. So they'll probably be matched up to Vidla, Tommy Campbell and David Gillespie. You go up the other end, you've obviously got Fife, you've got Osborne, um, you've got Houston. Um, they'll probably end up with Kay, Borg and probably Burns, I reckon. They'll probably get the three taller guys. Um, matchups right across the ground are going to be brilliant. The two Sanders boys on the wings will be matched up to Sutherland. And Corrish through the midfield, you've got Baroli, Fashira, T- Tyler Padretti and McCluskey versus probably Milne, um, uh, Freer. Um, George Bridgman will start in there. He'll probably tag one of uh, Baroli or Fashira. And then obviously there, Ruckman's Andrew Lloyd. There's just so many good matchups all over the over the ground. Merch has won 15 games this year, two losses. Uh, Shep East to 14 and 4. I just like the fact that Shep East are very settled. Um, they've had a very settled side in the last two weeks of their finals, and I think Statsy that they might advance to the grand final. Yeah, look, they're going to have to beat uh, Murchison to Lambert for the first time to do it. Uh, well, in this sort of rung anyway, I don't think they've ever met in the KDL previous to 2019 because Murchison's Lambert weren't in the competition when they were in the competition. So it's a free-zip record, the Murchison to Lambert, although... That was the case against Avenal last week, and we saw what happened there on Avenal's home deck. Who do you like, Statsy? I, look, back in the, when we saw them earlier this year in the broadcast game, like you said, Shepard and East had a lot out, and they were also decimated by injury. Their bench was, uh, they had three injuries to halftime. They had no bench in the second half, and I thought they battled on really gamely, and they threw Ryan uh, Pfeiffer into the ruck, on that occasion, but they sort of had the Rob Peter to pay Paul because Ismet went down, and of course he's a small, crafty forward, and they missed out on uh, like a goal kicker up forward because they just had so many out. That said, I I've just been impressed every time I've seen Murchison Talamba this year. I looked at look the Shep East boys; they just jump off the page at you. Their their star started; they got premierships galore, uh, but. Gee, I just think they're a really hard unit, Murchison Talambra. I really like what I've seen. I haven't seen them lose this year yet. Uh, obviously, they've lost games, but the games I've seen, they've been mightily impressive. And I just think they get the job done today in a real tight one again. Yeah, tomorrow, that is. That's it. Uh, tomorrow. Uh, yeah, tomorrow. Uh, yeah, look, a lot of people are probably not giving Murch a lot of credit, to be quite honest. I mean, they have been absolutely outstanding. And, you know, no side... Uh, should be discredited that it's won 15 games this season. So they've been brilliant. 
uh, for me. But I, I do like Shep Beast. They're just a bit more settled. Um, let's have a look quickly before we uh, go off air at the Nagambi Dukie A-grade netball yep. game. Yep, no worries. And uh, Nagambi take on Dukie United tomorrow at the Gagari Netball courts, Nagambi finished third in the home and away. Dukey United finished fourth. Ranked one in offence, Nagambi ranked three in defence. Dukey United ranked three in offence, ranked four in defence. Yeah, so uh, they've played only once this season, Statsy. And yeah, and Nagambi big win by yeah, 21 goals correct. back in round six. Dukey were really good in the in the uh, semi-final uh, loss to Shep East. They really pushed Shep East all the way and probably had their chances to to get a bit closer. They only lost by five, missed a few goals. Um, Georgie O'Connor, Matty, Matty uh, Owens, uh, the, the co-coaches, yep. uh, and Gemma O'Sullivan, uh, Hannah Henry were outstanding. But Nagambi's a very good side. Uh, Madison Biggs. Yeah, Madison in, Biggs in the, the middle. Court. Yeah, yep. she got best on court. You've got Katie Sullivan, who's got lots of experience. You've got Alicia White down back. You've got Sharni Lloyd. I think the experience... Uh, uh, and uh, the fact that they've been in these big games more often than Dookie will be the difference. So I'm going for Nagambi to advance to the A-grade netball grand final. And you know the weird thing with the netball? Two weeks in a row, the two sides playing one another met on the same round uh, going back in the home and away season for two weeks in a row. I think last week the semi-finalists met in round eight. And now these two sides... Uh, both met in uh, both games. Both met in round six. If you know what I'm trying to say. Yes. Yep. yep. We, we, uh, that's just bizarre. Yeah. It just is. quirky. It is a bit quirky. So yeah. Now be interesting. Uh, and and look. Good luck to all sides competing today, right across all grades in the KDL prelim finals, and then of course tomorrow. Uh, so today at Tally, tomorrow at Gary, and of course uh, it's the prelim final action of the Apprenticeship Factory KDL. And some people. Reckon I don't know what day of the week it is. I just proved it by saying that uh, tomorrow's game was on today. No, well, we'll let you off the hook, Stats. You do a brilliant job, my friend. No worries. Good on you, mate. And uh, I'll see you at the footy. You certainly will. If you have enjoyed the show, then please let us know what you think at our socials. 1FM Super Saturday Sport on Facebook and Twitter. And tune in from 8am next week to find out more. Till next week, goodbye.